following program contains mature situations and themes and is intended for an older youth audience. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Everything I've learned in life, I've learned from wrestling, a podcast where we share stories from inside and outside their squared circle. My name is Shane Fame Alexander. From Miami, Florida. Well, take a look at this. And we're back from our summer hiatus. How you doing, Shane Alexander? Here. It was my birthday uh, two weeks ago, so I'm, uh, I'm sort of refreshed. Uh, summer vibes, indeed. Now, while I've been gone, uh, what have I been missing in the wrestling world? Uh, not much, right? I did hear someone was let go from their duties in the WWE. Next week, we'll be taking a look at some of our favorite Vince McMahon stories. Just don't know which ones I will choose because there's just so many of them. Uh, this week, a special look at the bad guy, Razor Ramon. I won't go into his biography or ring career, territory by territory. You've heard all that before. I'll just share some of my favorite Scott Hall stories that capture this larger-than-life figure. I think he was the first cool heel. Welcome to the third episode of Everything I've Learned in Life I've Learned from Wrestling. The bad guy. I just yeah. want to say, I just want to say that, uh, you know, I just lost my mic and that guy really cussed me. Yeah, but, uh, like you got to be you afraid. Know, this is the World Wrestling Federation Intercontinental Belt. I've had it four times. I'll get another one. But these guys got to fight. Well, you know, don't give me that. Ah, come on. <laughs> These guys, you know, I'm on the road 300 days a year, and sometimes, you know, I feel bad. These guys are fighting a fight that we all know what, what's happening here. These guys are my champs. Tyler, I want you to start with it. My little buddy, you got to share it with Heidi, okay? You take care of that. I'll see you guys at WrestleMania. I'll see you guys at WrestleMania. Jerry, thanks for having me. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. Razor Ramon, he's got to go and beat somebody up. Thank you. You're a champ, guys. Real champ. Whoa, congratulations. Whoa, huh? Hey, that's yours. You're the champ now, huh? 
Okay, so you're in charge of security. You know how During a visit to the Jerry Springer show, Hall met two kids who had AIDS. During the segment, he gave the two kids tickets to that year's mania. During a commercial break, Scott asked Jerry if he could give the two kids his IC title after the show. Back then, there was only one title. Not like today when they have different versions for TV, house shows, and press appearances. The champ had to travel with that one title everywhere they went. Jerry thought it was a nice gesture and said he would love to get it on TV. Hall didn't feel comfortable, but decided he would anyway. So they did. After the show, Hall called Vince. He asked Vince if they could get a new title for him for that week's TV. Vince said, what do you do? You lose it? Hall told Vince what happened, saying that he got caught up in the moment. Vince was proud of what Hall did and said that he would have a belt ready for him at the arena. Before Hall jumped to WCW and changed the business for all the boys and girls in the back, he was trying to figure out a way for him to stick around at WWE. See, he had a baby on the way, and WWE wasn't paying him enough. They were only getting paid when they worked. Meanwhile, WCW was handing out guarantees or a salary. So they would get paid per match plus a yearly guaranteed amount. It was huge for the workers. He needed a raise, but he knew he would rather stay in New York with his click buddies. He asked Vince if he could get more merch money. If you can add a few more zeros at the end of that check, I'm sure your family won't miss it, but I know that my family would appreciate it, he said. Obviously, that was a no-go, and he ended up jumping to Atlanta and helped form the NWO. He once changed the result of a match without the boss knowing because he thought a young rookie needed the win more than he did. The finish was to have Scott go over and continue to beat up on the opponent until help arrived. The rookie went to Scott and asked him if he had any ideas for their match. Hall asked him if he knew any way to counter his finisher. The rookie did, and Scott then told him that he was going to win the match despite what management or, well, Eric wanted. The match happened, the rookie went over, and the crowd went ballistic. They loved it. The hometown kid won against the bad guy. After Eric saw what happened, he went to Scott and got angry, as the plan was for Scott to win. Scott asked Eric, Have you been watching the show? This kid is money. His win just made you an extra grand in merchandise sales. You're welcome. Who was the kid? A young Canadian by the name of Chris Jericho. In my lifetime, I've learned. <laughs> Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last. But bad guys do. Welcome back.
and today we're talking about the bad guy, Scott Hall. In his 2014 Hall of Fame speech, he made mention about when he went through that curtain to wrestle. His real-life problems weren't problems anymore. Well, at least when he was out there, they weren't. Hall wrestled with a lot of demons in his personal life. It caused him to have substance abuse problems later on. He got so bad that his click buddies said he would be the first one to pass away. Well, he was, but not to drugs, because Scott was sobered up. He was doing good. Scott Hall was a guy that many of us were able to relate to on another level. Not because he sounded like the Godfather or because we are part of a prestigious wrestling group like The Click or NWO, but due to mental health. We cheered for him loudly because when he won, we won the battle as well. Hall's best friend, Kevin Nash, revealed that he bought a suit because he thought he'd need it for Scott's funeral. A few years ago, I felt like I was Scott. That friends were getting suits because they thought I'd be gone sooner rather than later. So Scott's connection with us, was, or me, was more than just Razor's gimmick or how he changed the wrestling world with how superstars got paid or that he was one of the most genuine laid-back wrestlers of our time. It was because he was a true fighter. A real fighter. And while he's gone, what we need to do now is just to make sure that whenever someone asks us how we're doing, we tell them. Better than you, Chico. Because bad times don't last. But bad guys and girls do. Take a look at me. I am Razor Ramon. I am somebody important, man. Me? I'm like Adam in the Garden of Eden. I'm the only real man. Everybody, they want to be like me. Little kids, they want to grow up and be like me. Bambinos, forget about school. What you learn in a book cannot make you like Razor. You want to be like Razor? You got to do like Razor. You just take whatever you want. You got a problem with me taking whatever I want? No. You go for a living. And if there's anybody else who don't like me taking whatever I want in the WWF, we're going to have a really big problem, Chico. Stepping into the ring with me for this week's episode of Everything I've Learned in Life, I've Learned from Wrestling. 
If you have a wrestling story to share, please drop me a note. Find me on Instagram at ShaneFameCom or email me directly at HostShane at gmail.com. Please hit that subscribe button and feel free to tell your fellow wrestling friend friend about the show. Stay well and I'll see you next week, brother.